as you could tell, a little bit of off the grid the next 48 hours, but wanted to do a mashup. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. See ya. In this first section, you'll hear tips on how to find influencers specific to your industry. Influencers, influencers, influencers. I think you took a very smart tactic of street teams. I think books and albums, when they do that, do quite well. I think the biggest arbitrage for attention at the lowest possible cost right now are influencers. If you can get people to do skits or other things on Instagram with your music, I think you would crush. And so I think if you spend two hours a day just reaching out to people based on hashtags on Instagram. So you go to Instagram, you search hashtags, and then you engage with people that are putting out stuff around thematics of either the names of the songs or the genre of the music or things of that nature, I think that you could really have a major impact by getting some influencers on board to give you some awareness and exposure to your music. What about TweetDeck? Do you think I should continue doing that? Because I am engaging with people through, yeah. through hashtags. I'm, I'm a- Yes, but I think Instagram is a better push platform than Twitter, which is why I'm pushing you that way. I would also document the journey of releasing an album. I would write at least two to four articles of the journey of releasing an album on medium.com because their editors there pick some articles and they populate them to the top and I think there could be some real opportunity for you there as well. I would also reach out to places like HuffPo, Forbes, Business Insider, cold, send them an email and say, would you like me to write a piece original for you on one musician's point of view on releasing an album in 2016, 2017. All of them are always looking for content. I believe that's a very inexpensive, quick way for you to get exposure to a crowd that might be reading for business or other things, but all everyone loves music and you're getting awareness. Got it? How do you find Instagram influencers for neighborhoods and um, markets? Uh, you search, again, uh, hold the mic just in case there's a follow-up. You search. Uh, uh, you search by town. So you go into search, and you can search every single photo that was posted in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And the first 12 photos are the top posts, and underneath that are the most recent. So you search your zip code, you click the first photo, and you, this is, I mean, the amount of hand-to-hand combat this is that people don't wanna do, it's like sit-ups. We all know what sit-ups do. They do good things. We just don't want to do them. So you have to do this work. You have to go and search. You click, the first one's a 42-year-old female that has 1,400 followers. You look at her content. She seems to be like a trendy mom. You hit the upper right-hand corner and send her a message and say to her, we think you're an influencer. We'd love to, we'd love to have you post about art. You go right there, I'm comfortable going in right for the hook. You say, look, we love your profile. We'd love for you to give a shout out to our service. Art, but this is where you deploy some empathy. Are you aware of our service? Do you care about that stuff? If you are, we'd love to do a business transaction with you. The reason I want you to do business transaction, these smaller influencers, they're not even expecting money. If, if they happen to have a pool, just you go and checking out everything, or like, who knows, whatever like lightweight supplies or, it, you know, and by the way, sometimes just, sometimes just bragging that a business reached out to them and thought their Instagram was cool enough to give a shout out. And so you just do that at scale. Other people will surprise you. You'll, be like, you'll, get, you'll listen to me, you'll do three of these, you'll be pumped, you're getting some shout outs. You do the fourth one, and she's like, I want $18,000 for a post. You know, so you've gotta learn that game. Um, but that's how you do it, hand-to-hand combat. 
A startup can turn revenue from influencer marketing. Influencer marketing is reach and awareness, and it works. It's a boring question. I'm trying to. Everything that works works for everybody. It just not. It's just possible that you haven't figured out your version of making it work. Like, like, television. Super Bowl's more expensive than late night remnant inventory, but you can get it. Like, you know, everything. Influencer marketing works. It's so underpriced. Right. Search hashtags around your business. Find people that are influencers. You know, if you're in a niche business, somebody who has a thousand followers may be the biggest influencer because you're not, you know, in weight loss or in beer, but you're in SaaS business API stuff. But some nerd's got a thousand people, and like the nerd probably costs nothing and buy him or her out. In this next section, Gary explains how to use micro influencers as underpriced attention for your brand. Influencers, man, influencers are crazy underpriced. It's not scalable because you have to DM them all day long, but like attractive people on Instagram is money. And so what layer of influencers do you think are still affordable? All of them. All of them. I see people who are macro influencers who have 13 million followers who want 50,000 posts, but it's worth 300,000. And I see micro influencers who have 4,000 followers who want $100 a post that are worth 400 bucks, and they're both good. So you think it's still worth spending money on influencers? 100,000%. How many people here are with brands or agencies? Raise your hand. Great, so for you, you guys and gals, it's about understanding how underpriced this opportunity is for brands right now, right? And just following where the underpriced nature is. YouTube influencers, when I was buying them in 2007, eight, and nine, were really cheap, right? They were tens of dollars for free stuff. Not hundreds, not thousands, not tens of thousands, and not hundreds of thousands. And basically, very honestly, I have one pitch. It's the same one. It's just pattern recognition. Where's the attention of the end consumer? And where do people think it's overpriced or underpriced? Why do companies and organizations spend millions and tens of millions of dollars to produce television and film and brands spend to sponsor it? And what's that worth? Versus me throwing dollars towards many of the faces in this room, even at numbers that they can't believe they now get, I still deem as grossly underpriced for what it is they get in return as of this moment. Even the top YouTubers and Instagram celebrities I think are grossly underpriced most of the time for what they give in return, which is unbelievable levels of awareness and relevancy in the world that we live in right now. I live in a world in my brain that this is the only thing that matters and basically nothing else does. I don't even own a computer. Like this is it. I run a $200 million media company, I live my life, I have not had a laptop for a year and a half. I actually had to do something the other day on a laptop and it was like, it was not like riding a bike. I was like, what the You know? (laughs) When you understand that this is it, that this is the remote control of our lives and that 50% of the time spent on this device is on a platform that delivers content, AKA a social network, it starts getting real serious real fast and I just wanna remind everybody, it's not going back. Random shit. Instagram influencers. Instagram influencers right now, today, for doers, is the probably only behind Facebook ads, the single best arbitrage in marketing. 
The fact that you can reach out to people that have 300, 3,000, 30,000, 300,000, and 3 million followers and trade with them for exposure for your product and service is remarkable, especially because 80% of them don't know how to price themselves and they're grossly underpriced. 10% of them are so overpriced because they think their followers of a lot of followers means that they're valuable. So you have to be careful of the top end. But when you start getting into that 30,000 to 400,000 followed people, the remarkable value of just giving them the product or giving them 100 bucks to give a shout on the product, so many people's businesses and careers would be in a much greater place today if they spent three to five hours a day DMing Instagram influencers and business developing with them and building exposure for their brands. Yet, most of you will hear this. You'll be like, yeah, you might do it for a day. I said three to five hours. You know, you may do it for a day, you may do it for a week, you may not do it at all, and then in four years from now, you'll look back and regret it. How many people have been doing digital marketing or business in the, in the internet world for 15 years or more? Just raise your hands. Just curious. Hi. Please raise it high. Just curious. A lot of you who've raised your hands know that if I was giving this speech when I was building Wine Library in 2001 and I was talking about Google AdWords and they were five and 10 cents a click, a lot of you with your mindset would still be trying to figure out what the ROI of that was. Why direct mail was better or newspapers were better that most people weren't on search yet and why would people go to Google? Yahoo was the leader. Like, that's what you would debate. Yet, we all sit here 10, 15 years later regretting that we didn't spend all our money on Google AdWords because the arbitrage was unbelievably, phenomenally underpriced. I will make, I'm, I'm saying this now not for the 5,000 of you. I'm saying what I'm about to say for myself because I'm selfish because DRock's somewhere here and I'm gonna use the clip for myself in five years to prove to everybody that I was right. As we sit here today, if you are not spending the majority of your money on your marketing, on Facebook ads, on Instagram influencers, you are making a massive mistake. In 36 to 48 months, all of you will be spending three, four, five, six, 10, 15 times more money to achieve the same goal that can be achieved today. So I implore you, if you do not know how to do Facebook advertising at scale, if you do not know what's going on in influencer marketing, specifically on Instagram, YouTube, and Snapchat as well, that there's an incredible website that you can go to that will help you figure out every little detail of what I can't get to in here over the next five minutes. So I know some of you like to write down sites. I see some of you pulling it out. I'll spell it for you. G-O-O-G-L-E. <laughs> you like that one? It's good, right? I know that one. Yeah, I mean, it's remarkable to me how many people ask me, well, Gary, how do I do that zip code or that employees of Facebook ad. You Google, how do I run Facebook ads against employees of companies? Enter 600,000 results on how to do it. Practitionership. I've been in this game for 20 years right now and I promise you, from the day I met Boz 10 years ago, it is very simple. 99% of people talk, pontificate, read and think, and 1% do. The more you can push yourself to do, the more you can take risks. The fact that not every person in the world wakes up every morning 
opens, opens their Apple or Google phone, looks at the top 100 apps on either one of those platforms, and then downloads any app that they're not aware of, whether that's Marco Polo or Anchor, Musical.ly or House Party Today, or Snapchat and Instagram three or four years ago, blows my mind. You will always know what's coming by just looking at the data. People always say to me, you're always so right. You're, you're, you're like, uh, people are like, you're like, you know, how do you know the future? You're, I'm like, listen, I'm not Nostradamus. This is very simple. I do the work. I wake up in the morning, I open my Apple phone, I go to the app store app, I go to top 150 free apps in the world, I go to the bottom first, and anything I've never seen before that's hit the top 150, I click it, I read. If it's a social network, I download it, I taste it. Yes, I do understand consumer behavior maybe a little bit better than most, but I would have never gotten there if I didn't download it, read it, used it, and put in the work. And what I know is for every plurk, for every social cam, for every Vine, for every Marco Polo or other things that doesn't make it, all you have to do is go one out of 50 for it all to be worth it. A lot of the clients, they actually, well, treat it as product placement or endorsements. Okay. Do you think it works in that respect? Well, I think that's what, it, that's what it looks like historically. Do you mean that they're forcing the influencer to do something yeah. very specifically? This is my product. Yeah. Put it in your Not hands smart. and put it on. Yeah, I think the only way to do influencer marketing is to give the product to the person and tell them to do whatever they want with it. The problem is the brands want to control the message and they may say that's off-brand. They don't understand it's very much <laughs> on-brand because the interpretation of that product to that audience where that person intuitively understands that audience is exactly what you want. Yeah. And how would you... Suggest I try by, to convey that not, to by, the clients. By not taking their money unless they do it your way. <laughs> Thanks, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it makes sense, it's the right answer. It's also very difficult to do. You know, one of the great things about being good at what you do is it allows you to say no. So I'm giving you advice that's right, but it might not be practical because that might be the only way you make money. But you need to fight for it harder than you're fighting for it. You have to be willing to lose the client. You'll be surprised, four out of every 10 times, the client will be even more excited because you know the client agency thing is hilarious. The clients want more strategy, but when the agencies bring the right strategy, they try to make it the wrong strategy. Like people hire us all the time, and then I'll sit in the first meeting and I'm like, you guys hired VaynerMedia, not JWT. The f- are you trying to make us do that? You could have just go f- hire publicists, you I think influencer marketing is one of the best deals in the world. So I guess, now, 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 to that point, to that point, we have to get into details. A lot of this is headline reading. I think there's a ton of influencers that are overpaid. I'm obsessed with the long tail of influencer marketing. There are so many people with 300 to 3,000 followers on Instagram that will do so much good for your business, you would not believe. And there's people that have 100,000 followers, and good engagement too, by the way. It's not just they bought them, good engagement, but they've pimped everything under the sun, so the depth of their promotion or, or sponsorship is not real. I've never pimped anything, so when I do it, it would mean something, and then somebody who posts some sort of waste thing and all that that you see 24 seven, you know, after you see them pimp something 98 days in a row, you just might not take their opinion for as much value as somebody else, right? And so 
I think that uh, I'm very hot on influencer marketing. I mm-hmm. think it's, I think it's, I just attention arbitrage. Show me a human being that's got a big audience in a niche that I'm trying to reach and she or he doesn't know how to price the value of their distribution and I'll show you a very happy kid that loves those kind of scenarios. <laughs> Lastly, this section focuses on how to value influencers and where the influencer marketing space is going. I think influencer marketing is going to have an incredible golden era of a decade. I think we're in the beginning of it and I'm very fond of it. I think it's underpriced. I think the top is overpriced. So the people that move quickest and have big audiences I think are overpriced because people think they're more valuable than they are. You gotta look at engagement. The amount of people have a million fans on Instagram but they don't really have a community, things like that. Um, but I'm a very, I mean word of mouth always worked. Right, right. So I'm, a, I'm very bullish. My, my recommendation is don't run around saying that you're an influencer. Think about how to bring value to your audience, create influence and then monetize it. Just, again, we are living through the greatest era of Again, you just put it on your profile and you think you're it. That's like me putting on my profile right now, basketball player. (laughs) Cool, but I'm not getting paid by the Knicks, right? And so like, just saying you're an influencer, like the amount of accounts that like hit me up on DM, like yo, I'm an influencer, I click it, I'm like, you have 800 people following you. Yeah, but, I'm like, no, no, no. You're not an influencer by definition of anybody's influence. You're an, so if if you have that in your profile, put a word in front of it, aspiring. Influencer, but it's a ve- I'm a very bullish on it. Great. I think it's underpriced right now. I also see because it's human beings a scenario where in two or three years it's going to be grossly overpriced. You just have to follow the market. Right now it's underpriced. Right. Well, <clears throat> what are you thinking about uh, investing money on uh, like uh, uh, advertising in Instagram for your for influencers or for ads? For influencers, because all in. No, 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 no. Believe in like, it. If, if a lot. I'm an influencer. Yes. So should I like uh, put little bit money to like promote? With, I uh, see. Yeah, bidding. Like, like bidding, like little amounts, because now everybody in Finland is uh, like uh, growing organic. So should we put uh, starting putting money? To build uh, your audience. Yeah. To yes. Build audience. Yes. How much? As much as you can afford. <laughs> I believe in it a lot. I'm spending tens of thousands of dollars a month. Month. And that's because the growth. Because it's like, underpriced. Yeah, it's it, going to get more expensive. Yeah. Are you spe- and that's in Instagram? Or yes. In YouTube as well? Instagram more than YouTube. Yeah. It, YouTube's more mature and is properly priced. Instagram, I feel, is underpriced. Both on the Instagram in ad product. It's underpriced. It's YouTube. very underpriced. I mean, yeah. I mean, everything in Finland's underpriced. Facebook, YouTube. Instagram, all of it's underpriced because the big companies in Finland don't believe the attention is there, which is crazy. And and the money's not, because it's a smaller market, the money's not in there from the entrepreneurs to the same level that we see in other mature markets. So, I mean, for all of you, I would put as much as you can afford back in because you're going to get paid double over time. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.